Hey everybody, I'm Jill. And this is Mel. And this is Jill and Mel Geek Out. It's take two. Take two. <laughs> yeah, I, was on, I don't know what happened. It just stopped recording. So we had to start all over. You know, audio programs, not quite as finicky as video programs, but uh, they still have a little finick in them. Yes, it's, I, I, it's true, but I really think it's more me. I just have a problem with electronics, which is funny because I'm actually quite adept at programs. <laughs> I know quite a bit of tricks, but good Lord, they don't like me. That You are a little bit of a lightning rod for like weird technical issues. Like when your computer at work gave you the blue screen of death and said it couldn't connect to your hard drive. Yeah. Middle of typing, blue screen of death. Um, totally bizarre. And then went to work the next day and it turned on. And it, it's been fine ever since? It's been fine ever since. So I have no idea what happened. Um, I now bring my laptop back and forth to work. because Just in case? Yep. Just in case. So, so yeah. But speaking of work, mm-hmm. you and I have mentioned before how on the way to work, we chat every morning during our commute. We do. And to my absolute horror this morning, you admitted that you had never had the Nerds Gummy Clusters. I have not. (laughs) Which is a huge fucking problem. Um, Because they're delicious. They are the best snack candy ever. Period. Hands down. Okay. I feel like you might be overselling this. Maybe to you. I don't know. I don't actually like what's your what's your candy preference? I don't actually know. So if I go for like a fruity candy, it's definitely like a sour gummy worm, sour patch kid moment. Okay. But like okay, that's not that's not what I asked you. What's your go-to candy? <laughs> like you go Honestly, to the gas like- station, what is the candy that you pick up nine oh, times out of ten? Twix bar, 100%. A Twix? Oh, yeah. Okay. So you're a chocolate girl. Okay. Yes. You may not love this as much then. It, it's fine. I like fruitier stuff. Like I said, like I, there was a point in my life where I ate so many sour Skittles. I like gave myself abrasions inside of my mouth and I had to stop. I've done that before with sour shit. Yeah. Ooh, actually, it was um, sunflower seeds for a very long time. They're they were so addictive. Oh my god, mm-hmm. delicious! But addicted the dill pickle flavors. Why am I not even a little bit surprised? Oh, so good. Mm-hmm. I used to send those to John when he was deployed. I will admit, John also loves these nerd gummy cluster things. Yes, and you also said something today. You said, I don't think the texture would be very good. I, that's the thing that really concerns me about it is the chewy gumminess with like the crunchy nerds on it. Nope. It is. That is actually 
genuinely the reason I love this candy. It's not even about the sugar, but it is just the perfect fucking texture. I was a diehard Reese's girl. Like you are. I I love love Reese's cups. This has knocked that from first place. No way. Absolutely. A thousand percent. I can't like I have wow. a I have a problem. Like I have a real problem with this candy. Are you legitimately addicted? Yes. I've had to wean myself off. It's terrible. Like I terrible because you missed them or terrible because both. it was difficult to do. Both. A bit and also because they're terrible for you, because I just ate them all the fucking time. All the time. That's true. Yeah, I so spoilers, I have a bag. Yes. It's just a little tiny bag. In it, it's like a hundred calories per serving, and then in very difficult to read print underneath it, about three servings per package. This bag, PS, is the size of my hand. It's, it is not that large. Okay, for those of you who know exactly what I'm talking about, this is the small package. This is the small package that you get. The share pouch. Yeah, the share pouch. This is the small package that you get in the aisle where you find all the other candy bars. But because then there's the medium size. Oh, my God. Yep. Which is the like the zipper bag. Zipper bag. It's not a real zipper, but like, you know, you compress it and it like kind of pops in place a little bit like a Ziploc. Um. So there's that size. And then, oh, I missed one. There's one slightly smaller than that one, but bigger than the snack pack. And then there's the family pack. I ate several of those bags a week. Not the family pack. Oh, my God. I didn't mean it that way. The zipper, the Ziploc one. I would eat a few of those a week. It was real bad. <laughs> that is a lot of candy. <laughs> I know. It's a good thing I go to the gym quite a bit. Because, oh my God. It is, or you'd be rolling down the street. I, uh, yeah, I, but anyway, I have gotten to the point where I've like had to wean myself from them. So I, I have not had any in over a week. I'm very proud of myself. Ooh, okay. She's about to eat it. So I opened the package these are smaller than my. I was mentally thinking that they would be. I'm just going to say that. Okay, I'm going to put it in my mouth. I'm going to try it. Her face looks confused. <laughs> it doesn't look like she hates it. I mean, it's definitely preferable delivery of gummy of nerds. Into your mouth and just like pouring them out of the box. I will give you that. Okay. Will I potentially eat a few more of these? Yes. I would like it better if it was sour. I'm a, Ooh. I fucking love sour shit. That, okay. Nerds, I don't, whatever <laughs> company, oh, that get on that, please. That sounds right. phenomenal. Who makes nerds? Who makes nerds? No idea. It's probably Mars. They fucking own everything, I think. No, I don't think it's Mars. I think it's somebody else. Ferrera Candy Co. I don't know. 
So okay, Ferrera Candy Co. Can you get on this and make some sour gummy nerd gummy clusters? clusters? That sounds fucking fantastic. Yeah, I do like that the nerds are at a higher volume than the gummies. Yes. It's the perfect gummy to nerd ratio. Perfect gummy to nerd ratio. The, gu- the gummy is really just the glue to be able to pop the nerds in your mouth. But it's not so harsh that like you're crunching, that it feels like you're crunching on grit. It's just like a... Correct. Yeah. I love it. I'm insane. Okay. I'll eat a few more. You like... Watch. In about five minutes, they'll all be gone. Because you won't even realize it. They're so good, you'll just keep popping them in your mouth. They're not bad. This isn't the thing I would, like, go to to grab out of my pantry. Personally. But you like them. I don't hate them. But you like them. I like them. There you go. (laughs) Um, Okay. Speaking of sour candy, though, I did see an article... This is completely random. I saw an article where it said that they have done studies or something like that about warheads. And if you suck them during a panic attack, you focus so much on them being sour that it like helps you get through it. Mm-hmm. I was like, that's fucking that. genius. I would never have thought of that. It's not like any like hard candy that you have to like that is very flavorful it doesn't have to just be a warhead Mm -hmm. works do you remember like i can't remember the last time i had a warhead i don't even know where you'd buy it but sometimes they were so sour they would make my like mouth hurt a little bit did that ever happen Mm -hmm. to you oh yeah the the black ones oh god yes oh oh or the lime or lemon Mm. Mm-hmm. blue is always my favorite oh yes the blue one was the best for sure man mm-hmm. i haven't thought about those in a long time no i don't know if this was an everywhere thing but it was really popular when i was growing up to eat lucas which is like tahini seasoning type things so it's like a mexican seasoning and it comes in like these little bottles and you would like pour it out in your hand and lick it off we used to do that with like fun dip and baby bottle pops like the powdered sugar shit Mm -hmm. you know what i mean yeah that was that was like super popular when i was in fourth fifth grade Mm -hmm. we had we did a lot of weird things as children yeah definitely definitely a lot so I guess we should get into Vanderpump Rules. Let's do this VPR thing. I feel like we're going to have a lot to talk about. I do, too. I do, too. All right. All right. We'll be right back. Well, that was kind of a slow start. (laughs) Uh, It wasn't that bad. I did have a lot of you. Words that came out of my mouth. I guess that's true. I, I guess it's because we saw the clips of Anne and this exchange. So I think we I know. both. Oh my god, poor Anne. It was poor, so awkward. All I can think right now is poor Anne. Poor Anne. So awkward for her. Oh my god. I can you imagine having that job? No. 
I would have quit. I'd been like, I'm sorry, I can't help hand like I can't handle this level of awkward. It's like not a vibe for me. And no. I, I want I'm not emotionally prepared for this. I I know she did an interview on at least one podcast. I don't know if it's like a series or if she's she started. <laughs> but yeah, she's quit. And so I would love to hear the tea. But it sounds Same. like she is kind of team Ariana from what it from what I could gather because she was like Miss Ariana is a busy woman and I'm and in a not in not a snarky way at least I didn't yeah, take it like, that she's way busy leave her alone yeah it's like like I'm not getting up at six o'clock in the morning to go check your mail on a Saturday bitch not her like t- she was saying that to Tom she didn't call Ariana because yeah, Tom is a schmuck yeah oh. Tom is definitely a schmuck and then pump is closing I mean which I have a feeling pump got really affected by COVID oh yeah I feel like oh that whole area probably did. I mean, a lot. Mm-hmm. I mean, a lot of the country did as well, but definitely down. Like California was definitely on lockdown for a long time. Exactly, and I understand then. You know, her husband Ken not wanting to work as much, and they're you know pump older took a lot more time. Hmm? They're older. Like, yeah, they're not. Despite her trying to say that she's in her 30s. Okay, Lisa. I I feel like she's so tongue in cheek. I think people know oh, she's being total joke. Yeah. But hold on. I need to Google. I need to Google how old she is. I do because I, she's very she is. Okay. How old is Lisa? Oh, that was the first. That was the first. She's 63. Okay, she looks pretty good for a 63. She looks damn good for a 63-year-old. 100% had plastic surgery. Oh, but I mean, there's nothing wrong with that. Okay, so what about Ken? What's his last name? How oh, Ken Vanderpump? Ken I don't fucking know. Todd. That's it. Ken Todd. Right? Yeah. Ken Todd. Age. He's 78. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So I can see him... Being done. Being done. And they've had yeah. a very successful restaurant nightlife yeah. career. So I don't blame him. It's a lot of work. It's a lot of work. And I also agree with Lisa of like part of being a good owner is knowing when when to bow out. Like yeah. when to say this is enough. So you got to know when to hold them. No one to fold fold up. (laughs) (laughs) I couldn't help it. I couldn't resist. We can't resist. And so James and Allie won't be at the pump closing last night because he has a show in Chicago. It is kind of the end of an era. It is. I did get to go. I got to go to pump one time. It was. Was it cool? It was. They were there and you could see them from a distance. So it was fun. I enjoyed myself. The goat cheese balls were chef's kiss. Phenomenal. <laughs> they were delicious. Tasty, tasty. In fact, I for the, for the reunion last season, because I, I think I said I, I kind of fell off and then picked back up with, when Scandal broke. But I definitely searched for fried goat cheese balls frozen 
to to throw a party and have friends and like do the thing. Couldn't find them. So audience, if you know where to find some delicious fried goat cheese balls, please let me know because they are not in my local area and I would love to order some every time mm-hmm. we watch VPR and just <laughs> snacky snack. Snacky snack. Drink our drinks and watch the drama unfold. Watch the drama and like the whole white noise machine it's so situation. Ridiculous. Or like my thinking is, or you could just not have sensitive conversations inside the house. Yeah. Go in your car. <laughs> He's it's just so clear he hasn't learned a motherfucking thing. And the audacity of him to say that he feels betrayed by Schwartz. Get the fuck out of here, dude. Are you kidding me? Oh my God. After if I was Schwartz, you- I would kick him to the curb <sighs> so hard. You know, and I saw somebody comment this because it's like, why does Schwartz ride so hard for Sandoval when like he never rode this hard for Katie? I, I don't understand. <laughs> I don't know. Like, what is so magnetic and awesome about Tom Sandoval versus your wife? I I don't. Maybe he really liked the mustache. It's a worm with the mustache. I need to get a t-shirt. I really do. You do. You do. Oh, my God. I just had a great shirt idea. Let's hear it. A midden guard worm with a mustache. Oh, my God. That's fantastic. Merch the crossover idea. you never knew you needed. <laughs> <laughs> no kidding. Oh my goodness. <laughs> so I I feel like that was kind of it though. Was there anything else? Yeah, that's kind of like other than Tom wanted to have people over for his birthday. Oh yeah. And Ariana I guess. was like, no, and if you're making a lot of noise, I am gonna call the cops. I think and that's they fair. Poor Anne had yeah, to be poor the messenger. Anne. Can you just if, and I hundred percent agree with Ariana. I I'm so with her, and I think it's fair. Like if you're gonna have a party, just don't be loud. I think that's an, a reasonable ask, in my opinion. But mm-hmm. honestly, I get secondhand embarrassment and uncomfortableness for Anne. Like, ooh, it makes oh. me physically like ooh, ugh. Uh, oh, poor Anne. I just feel terrible. Poor for her. poor Anne. I feel like it's not gonna get better for her. No. Should we let's let's check it out and see if it does. You ready? And we're back. Mm-hmm. So we start this section off with Lala and Ariana at lunch. Getting smoothies. Smoothies. <laughs> it's not really <laughs> lunch in my opinion. I'm sorry. I didn't even think I like I just I was picturing them at the table so i just said lunch but then i yes they had smoothies i don't know why i pictured lunch (laughs) but they were talking about the living situation with ariana and tom Mm -hmm. which is a fucking nightmare oh worst situation Mm -hmm. also giant pitch like pissing match between the two of them (laughs) oh yeah like it really doesn't need to be this serious so there have been i've seen things out on the internet on tiktok and 
reddits and stuff like that that tom offered did offer to buy her out but didn't only offered to buy her out of the loan not the value of the house which has mm-hmm. gone up mm-hmm. so he offered he really actually offered her a shit deal and she mm-hmm. didn't want to take it and then he recently said on Nick Vial's podcast that he offered her like a million dollars and some a real estate agent did like an estimated appraisal and it was his offer was well under what it should have been. Mm-hmm. Now, if that's the case, good on Ariana for not taking a shit deal. Mm-hmm. However, in that episode, it does come off very petty. You know, I'm not entirely mad if she is petty about it, but mm-hmm. she also needs to protect herself. Agreed. Um, like, what's what's the line of the petty? Like, you can only take petty so far. It's the part... It, I understand where she's coming from, but her argument is that, like, he shouldn't get the house because he destroyed it. And I understand where she's coming from. However, I don't think that's a great justification. I think holding out for a fair offer is absolutely a great way to do it. For sure. Because she made some stupid financial decisions when it came to Tom and this house. And there are We'll talk about it at the end of the episode. Some things that we find out about this information because they did. We saw some clips of the after show. Yeah. But I don't know. I think making it about the fact that he shouldn't have the house because he was the one that broke it. Is a little over the line, in my opinion. It's not enough, in my opinion. Like, yeah, that's the petty reason to do it. Yes. The girl boss, not, I hate that phrase. Like, the strong woman version of that is, you don't get to offer me a shit deal and expect I'll walk away. Like, I know the actual value of this home, and I know know what my investment is worth, and you could buy me out of my investment, or we can sell the house. Exactly. And I think that honestly, that- they should just—he should just fucking sell. He will be able to find mm-hmm. alternate living situation. So there's speculation that because they took out a HELOC, which is a home equity loan, there's speculation that he doesn't want to sell because if he does, then he's gonna have to pay back some things that he can't afford to pay back. Mm-hmm. That sounds like a him problem. Oh, it a thousand percent sounds like a him problem. Best friend, agreed. Shouldn't have fucked her friend. Shouldn't have blown up his life. I'm just, I'm just giving some potential reasons for him to hold out because I do Mm. think it's either that or he's doing it for the plot. That's it. Because he's not smart enough, honestly, to do it for the plot. He's too fucking wrapped up in I want to get what I want and. I want to say he's doing it for the plot, but he's not. Ugh. Such a dick. Um, so then they talk about something very interesting about her opinion about having children has changed. Mm-hmm. 
when her partner changed because she was talking about her new boyfriend, Danny, I think his name was Danny. Dan. Dan. Yeah. So. I can see that. I do too. Especially when you're comparing Tom Sandoval to literally a tumbleweed blowing down the street. (laughs) Anything seems better to create another human with than Tom Sandoval. It makes sense. The comments that she made, like if. (laughs) Like they did that flashback where like, I guess they were like maybe touring houses or something. And the person asked them like, how are you going to have children? And she says, no. And he's like, yes. And she's like, well, how many children? And she says zero. And he's like two to three. Like, they were so far apart on that. But that's the thing. They weren't in the beginning. They mm-hmm. He was totally on board with it in the beginning, and then he changed, which is such bullshit, in my opinion. Such yeah. bullshit. Like, it's such an asshole move to... It's to lie about. That's a huge deal breaker. That is one that, like... You can love that other person with every fiber of your being, but if you are not on the same page about whether or not to have kids, it is never going to work. It's a very difficult position. It's a very difficult mm-hmm. position. So I I hope I hope that Ariana just finds whatever is true to her. Because yeah, it, I she should have what she wants. If she wants to have kids, great. If she doesn't want to have kids, great. Like, exactly. There isn't a wrong answer here. Exactly. I just I just want her to choose happiness for herself. And I guess that's like my biggest goal for her. So then. 100%. Moving on. Pump is closing. And it's like. It it's the goodbye party. The the cast shows up. I wonder if this is the episode we see Jackson. Because this is a great cameo Jack's opportunity. Connection. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. We'll see. We're not we're not done we'll yet. We'll see. We'll see. But everybody shows up and I, <laughs> so Mel didn't know this. So everyone, you kind of hear a disturbance. Lisa's talking to the girls, Katie and Lala and I think Sheena was at the table, right? Yeah, she yeah, was there. She too. was just like really quiet. Um, but there's a like a noise behind them, and they're like, "Oh, Schwartz is at the bar." <laughs> I looked at Melissa. It's like, "Do you know about Schwartz in the bar?" I can't remember what season it was, and I think they I'm sh- they showed a flashback, but I didn't catch mm-hmm. the season number. Schwartz had a full blown panic attack behind the bar, and like straight up left in the middle of his shift. Yeah. And Katie, I want to say Katie and Jackson kind of like put in a good word for, for yeah. Santa, or for Schwartz. Oh, man. Yes. Because he was so flaky around that point. Like he just like completely lost his shit. And then when Lisa initially went into business with the Toms, that was kind of brought up that he's flaky and doesn't really, mm-hmm. you know. And now he's the one who's actually around. I was going to say he's the responsible one. Look at him go. Look at mm-hmm. him go. Yeah, but I didn't appreciate Lisa kind of encouraging him to talk to Sandoval. I don't want this at all. I know it's going to happen. I don't want it. Lisa was so overprotective of Tom. In my opinion, I just 
I think I, I don't know. She just, Lisa just wants everybody to get along and I get it. I get it. Her life would be so much easier if there was no drama. She also wouldn't have a television show. Exactly. So, you know, I think she I just knew where Lisa's coming from, but like at the same time, I'm like, no. But see, I don't no. think that it's, I don't think, I love Lisa, but I do not think that it is that. I think she knows how to play the game. She knows how to make good reality television and she knows what to say and what to do and exactly when and where to stir the pot. And mm-hmm. I honestly think that that's what's happening here. I, as much as I hate to say this, I don't think Lisa's a bad person by any no. means. I really don't. But I think Lisa also is a smart businesswoman and sees opportunities when they arise. And that whole sh- spiel that Rachel Raquel gave about how Lisa was notified about Graham Cracker, the dog, and then being at the the pound and stuff like that. She tried to claim that Lisa was kind of setting her up for the show, um, trying to make her look bad. And honestly, it didn't seem that far-fetched to me. (laughs) Now, I don't know who is telling the truth in that entire situation, so who really knows? But to me, it was at least plausible. Lisa's really mm-hmm. calculating, especially I, I'm not an avid Beverly Hills watch watcher fan, but she's incredible, incredibly calculating and very divisive among the Bravo fan c- community. Some people love her. Some people hate her. Mm-hmm. I also think she has no business being on the show. <laughs> I really don't. Like, yeah. I love Lisa, but like, why are you here? Because she's built a relationship with all of these people and she's sort of the matriarch. I know, but that's kind of weird, is it not? No, she is the unifying thread between all of them. They've all been connected to her. And like, aside from Rachel Raquel, everyone has had direct connection to Lisa before coming on the show. I guess so. I don't know. I just didn't like it. I, I felt like... They they none of them work at pump. None of them work in the restaurant industry. It's just so it was so far removed at that point. It's mm-hmm. like, why are we still pretending that Lisa actually has any involvement in your lives? You know? Yeah. But anyway, I don't know. Moving on. Anywho, are we ready to go into the next section or do you have more notes? No, I think that's it. I think we're good. All right, let's do this. Let's then. Do it. Well, that was interesting. Mm, interesting is a way of describing it. So we kick off the segment mm-hmm. with a revisit to good as gold. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, she seems like a very sweet person. She should not sing. She had the correct instincts. After the last one in You're Not That Great of a Singer, Let It Go. Correct instincts, Sheena. She really shouldn't do Screamo. No. Also, I will say this. Good for you for capitalizing on Good as Gold. Like, not necessarily mm-hmm. the Screamo bit, but we. she did get a Tostitos commercial, right? It was Tostitos? I mean, she she got a commercial out yeah. of it. Like, she got a commercial out of it. Her favorite. Yeah. Good for so. you. Congrats. Great opportunity. You jumped on it. Kudos to you. But anything Good beyond that, let it go, girl. 
You don't need to re-record shit. No, thank you. I I will say, I have been to an emo night. That shit is fun. I would love to go. I would love to go. I'll have to keep my eyes out. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's mostly country around here. You would say the same thing here, but I went to emo night here. No, you're in Austin. That's different. Austin people are weird. Like, you're known for being weird. It's also the live music capital of the world. Exactly. Like, it's not... It's not just... Like, Texas is country. Austin is its own special little slice of heaven. Yeah. (laughs) So... She also mentions the whole OCD diagnosis, which is tough. And I definitely think I feel terrible because like getting a diagnosis like that is tough in itself. But then on top of on top of it, like getting a restraining order and dealing with this absolute insanity being on every fucking news station everywhere plastered, just Mm -hmm. it had to be tough. And I feel for her being terrified to leave her baby alone that that had to be really rough it really did yeah i i i agree like regardless of about how you feel about any of these people you don't wish that on anyone no no even tom sandoval i mean do i think tom sandoval deserves like some <clears throat> drinks thrown in his face probably but don't do that because i don't want to get blamed for it don't do that um <laughs> i mean in a hyperbolic way, I want to stab him in the dick so that he can stop putting it in inappropriate people. There's that. There's that. But um, speaking of Sandoval. Oh, God. We see the Toms, and apparently this is the first time they're seeing each other since Sandoval got back from filming his reality show. And they have a bit of a confrontation. I was mm-hmm. actually kind of proud of Schwartz in this. moment which is incredibly disappointing knowing what we know now knowing what we know now i was really he is not gonna stick to his guns and not do what's best for him it's so frustrating because like tom like schwartz has every right to be mad at sandoval yeah absolutely right he has every right to say whatever the fuck he wants about sandoval because sandoval like they both put an enormous amount of money into that business, mm-hmm. and it, it caused Schwartz's marriage. They, bo- yeah, him like, and Katie both very much admit that that was a big part of it. Yeah, and that level of investment is all that Schwartz kind of has right now, and Sandoval destroyed it all and made him look even worse of a human being because it it looks like Schwartz was in on it from the whole time and was complicit in the whole thing. Now, obviously, we don't know every single private conversation that happened between Schwartz and Sandoval. He could have been totally like, dude, just do whatever. Or he could be like, you really need to tell fucking Ariana this is not cool. Like, we don't know which way the conversation went. I... My guess, because I don't think Schwartz is, like, a totally bad dude. No. I don't think Schwartz is a totally bad dude, but I do think that he feels bad. You know what I mean? And I really Mm -hmm. do believe that he said to Sandoval, 
you need to tell Ariana. If you don't tell her, I'm going to tell her. Do I think that he would actually pull the trigger? I don't know. But I do believe that he was telling Sandoval. I do believe that because he does have a conscience to some Mm -hmm. extent. It doesn't always make him actually behave in what we would think is probably the best manner. But I do Mm -hmm. think he feels those things. So I think he recognizes he ignored Katie and had some really shitty behaviors. And but, you know. He did. It cost him a lot. And then Sandoval put him in an absolutely impossible position mm-hmm. because he did know from the beginning. Now, mm-hmm. I don't think Schwartz was colluding with him to cover things up. I think Sandoval was using him and being very strategic and convenient about what he included him in on. Mm-hmm. I don't disagree with you. I think the actual like nexus of the problem is clearly... Sandoval. Yeah. But I I just wish that Tom had kept that that arm's length from Sandoval. I agree. I think Schwartz would be in a much happier place in his life if that was the case. I think so, too. I think all you need to do is go watch the Nick Bial podcast to, just to see. Like, He's miserable. How quickly Sandoval buries himself and then is just dragging Schwartz with him. Mm-hmm. But with that being said, I was like super impressed that he did say to Sandoval and I quote, all you should be saying is sorry right now. Mm-hmm. Because it's absolutely true. Tom always will say, I'm sorry, I fucked up. I messed up. I, I made a mistake. But. However, mm-hmm. like there's always a reason behind it. And it's just that's it. I'm sorry. That's it. Mm-hmm. Shut your fucking trap after that. So. Yeah. He also, like you said, I'm going to do it. I'm, I'm going to do what's best for me. But obviously. He doesn't, he doesn't do that. really. Now, one thing we haven't touched on in this section. Uh, Sandoval says that he's been paying all the bills for the last mm-hmm. eight months. Now, here's where we're going to kind of circle back to what I briefly mentioned earlier. I did catch glimpses of the after show because it is Wednesday. This mm-hmm. this came out yesterday. And Ariana kind of explained what was going on in this situation. And she said, to summarize, that when they took out the HELOC loan. Excuse me. Pause. Rewind. They used to have a joint bank account that they would both put equal amounts of money in. And that is where all the bills would come out of. The mortgage would come out of that joint account. She said that after she they signed the HELOC, they refinanced the house into the HELOC loan and she co-signed this. Also, don't ever do that. Don't co-sign for shit unless you're married. Um, and then all of a sudden... The mortgage payments stopped coming out of the joint account. They're coming out of Tom's account. So she started asking. She said she's been asking for itemized bills for years. So I guess I'm not sure where this exactly floated into. Obviously, they were having issues and stuff because she did also admit she found out later that what Tom was telling her the mortgage payment was, she was actually making an overpayment on her part. 
So she has every reason to not believe Sandoval Mm-hmm. when he says you owe me X amount of dollars. So what she's been asking for is an itemized receipt of all the bills and she's happy to pay her half. But Tom says, Oh, you should just, you should see out of the debit account, like $98 from Comcast. That should be it. But how do you know what's on the bill? How do you know what you're paying for? Mm-hmm. So it's, I, I feel like that's an incredibly fair ask. That's typically how it works in custody cases. If you have to split it, but you have to provide it to the other person. And how hard is it to click forward on an email? <laughs> like it's, I mean, it's not that hard for a man who needs an assistant, like to run his life. I guess he still can't show up on time. I guess Clearly it's I, a lot. It's just. It's my it's mind blowing to me. Like it's just a house that like how many bills could you possibly have out of the one account? Like I just just forward. Just click forward. Mm-hmm. It's not that hard. Who the fuck knows? Who the fuck knows? All right. Let's jump back in. Jumping back in. Okay. Well, or tea. <laughs> yeah. So we start off uh, with Sheena and Brock mm-hmm. and they're talking about letting her friend Tori watch Summer Moon, which I don't know if you caught this on the preview or if you heard me gasp while we were watching. Do you recognize the hair from the preview, the season preview? No. I'm, I'm kind pretty sure that it's the chick that Schwartz and Katie are both seeing. Oh. Yeah. The hair color. Oh, thank you. Yeah, the hair color. I'm pretty sure that's who it is. So that'll be interesting. I'm not here for it. (laughs) You're not here for it. Okay. I, so that whole scene, I felt really bad for Sheena. I didn't think that Brock was being very understanding, but I can also probably see where he's coming from, where this is like probably been going on for a long time and incredibly stressful on him as well. And it's, mm-hmm. I think it's just his frustration leaking out. Yeah. I think like it ultimately came to a point where like he was, he's like, yeah, this is why I brought it up. Cause we need to talk about it. Yeah. Thing. I think he, he just might have like he could have used spoke and put yeah. his foot in his mouth. I don't think he was intentionally trying to be like invalidating of what she is going through because he more so than probably everyone else sees how difficult this is for her and it isn't logical. Things like O C D aren't logical. logical. So it's really hard for people who are trying to approach it from that perspective so of course he's like yeah i'm been begging for you to be able to get to a point where we could leave summer moon so we can do things together because it's as important in my opinion to maintain the marriage as it is to transition into the new roles of becoming parents absolutely and then being parents of a toddler is also not easy no you know and 
I'm, I don't know if her mom is living with him. I know she's helping them and she lives in the area. Yeah. But, you know, that can also be a contributing factor to things. There were just mm-hmm. a lot of issues that were kind of being thrown out there. Mm-hmm. And I was, I felt a little bit of secondhand embarrassment. For her, honestly, because it was just kind of like, you know, when you get upset about one thing and you realize like, oh, I'm not actually upset about this. I'm upset about this other thing. Mm -hmm. And this is just kind of like how it came out. And I feel like this is what's happening in this instance. Mm -hmm. But I felt bad for her. So, yeah, I think it ended in a good place, though. And it's it's just a really difficult situation for Sheena, you know? And yeah. I hope that she finds medication that helps her and she's able to, you know, push through some mm-hmm. of these feelings and be able to live her life to the fullest. Agreed. 100%. I also, I'll give them props, too, though, because... That could have been a really nasty conversation very Mm -hmm. easily. And it did get a little tense there, but I think they all kind of reined it back in and focused on what was most important. So Mm -hmm. I was impressed with that. I hope that was genuine and not just for the cameras. (laughs) You know, you never know. You never know. So that brings us to Schwartz visiting Allie and James. Mm-hmm. Bringing them a plant because we know he's now a new plant daddy. <laughs> Which is the weirdest fucking thing. Oh, my goodness. I feel like it's very on brand for him. It is now. I just, it's like, I don't know. I don't know. It's weird. I guess it is on brand because it's weird. He is weird. Mm-hmm. Um. She's doing the birth chart for Schwartz, which I won't lie. I would love to do, but I don't know what time I was born, so I can't. It's very annoying. It's not on your birth certificate? No. Mm. No. I don't know. It's very annoying. All I know is I was born like right before Oprah because my mom was like, telling all the nurses is like nope i'm having this kid and i'm i'm not missing oprah <laughs> that's funny and she didn't that's funny no i yeah i've always wanted to do that but i do think Allie's right he is he does need a little bit of um some direction some purpose mm. i think that's yes accurate um and then james gets a text and an invite to sandoval's birthday party I'm uh, here's okay. Here's my little conspiracy theory. Okay. How many people said no <laughs> to Tom about coming to or like were ghosting him before he reached out to James? I would bet money that the producers told him he had to invite James and that's why he texted maybe because i do believe and if i'm wrong i apologize i do believe i saw where lala said that the producers made her send that text Mm. so or the voice memo yeah to rachel which and didn't rachel come out on her podcast and say that like she was still in the meadows when that happened and it was 
her publicist had her phone because she couldn't take it with her. So when it shows as red, it's because her publicist saw it. Oh, I haven't seen that. So maybe that's the case. Mm-hmm. You know, you never know. Who knows? Which, like, I think is fair. fair. And, like, I think Lala was pretty genuine in, even though, like, the producers made her do it. I think what she said was very genuine. I think so, too, because I I think Lala is a good person. I think mm-hmm. she can come off pretty abrasive, but I think she has a heart of gold. Yeah. She's not one I would fuck with, though. No. She's scary. Like, I don't mm-hmm. want to ever be on her bad side. I mean nope, that in nope. the most respectful way possible as well. Like, like I, I would never attempt to get on her bad side. No. But if it like, was, if it were to happen, it would be entirely by accident i'm scared of her but i want to be her at the same time does that make sense (laughs) yeah no i get it yeah so we kind of transitioned to schwartz a little bit talking about sandoval's birthday and how he feels about sandoval and how he feels like sandoval owes an an apology which i you mean james was it james yeah, it was James who was saying all of that. Oh, of shit. Sports. That's right. I'm sorry. I wrote the wrong name down. You are correct. What would we do without me and my ability to remember things for more than three minutes? Oh, my God. I did write James Watson apology. <laughs> I don't know what I have. I just I must have seen the wrong name. My bad. It's all good. No, James wants an apology. I, and I, I think he deserves you. it. Mm-hmm. I think so, too, because... I think everyone in the group deserves an apology mm-hmm. from Sandoval because what he did is so disgusting. Yeah. Not that like Rachel is disgusting, but like cheating on Ariana with somebody in the friend group for seven months doing it in her house mm-hmm. like it's so awful it really is and i just i thought what james gave as an example like i want to hear sandoval say i i it was too fast for me to write down but i thought that was perfectly put and and Sandoval mm-hmm. needs to learn from that. And I just yeah. don't think he has at all. Like his whole, like the little James speech of like saying that Tom should be like, I am sorry for what I did. I've made a mess of everything. I don't expect you to, to forgive me. Exactly. But it, I will, you know, I Do will what work I every day trying yeah. to, 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 I don't know if I ever can come back from this, but I will work every day to try to and i think that's a great thing to i like that and i think it's perfect and i and i think if he said that genuinely to everyone we would have a different conversation right now but he would come back i agree from this but he's not willing to do that he's still saying he's in love with rachel and he wants to be with her and give their relationship a real go of it and i'm like I had a conversation with my friend about cheating and Mm -hmm. I, here's my take in like a terrible world. If I got cheated on, I would 
be much more willing to work on things or or forgive something that was a mistake, a one-time thing. I made a really horrible decision. I put myself in a bad situation, what have you. Like, it doesn't really matter if it was like a one-time thing. I think that that is something that I would be able to work through. But if you're having a seven-month affair with someone I consider my good friend, no, absolutely no. not. Absolutely not. That's that's a completely different thing. You can't... I, I don't... That's the you devastating can't come part back from that. No, you can't. And and the only the only way to do it is to just say I'm sorry and shut up. And Tom is not listening to that advice and still is not listening to that nope. advice. Near how many nope. like what is it? I don't know when this was filmed. Like what like This is filmed in like to me this looks like like late spring early summer. Just based on how everyone is dressed. Yeah. <laughs> As telling as that could be. So it's just, I don't know. Anyway, guess what? We we also saw an appearance of Billy Lee. How much of a background did you get of Billy Lee none. in your? Literally none. Okay. She is a throwback. I'm, I wonder if she'll get like a flashback. She was a hostess. She's trans. Um. <gasps> Oh, okay. There was like one small bit. Okay. When Lala was a hostess at Sir, where there's like one conversation between Billy and Lala. And it didn't go well, right? And it did not. No, it was fine. Okay. Gotcha. And I just did not connect that until right now. Yes. Because she looks wildly different than she did that day. I don't remember what she looked like originally. She had dark hair and she was like she's like a platinum blonde did, now. Yeah. Like it did seem like maybe potentially like earlier in her transition, like her voice was I still think so. a little bit deeper and things like not that there's anything wrong with it. You don't like you don't have to pass to be trans or anything like that's just, that's not what I'm saying, but like if you did a side by side of the one and only episode I have seen her in to today, I'd be like, that is the same person. Yeah. Very different aesthetic, which I. Good for them. Yeah. Yeah. Good for Anyway, her. so I, I say this because she also used to be really good friends with Ariana and she seems to have very much aligned herself with Sandoval. There are also rumors that Sandoval and Billy have hooked up that that like came into play theoretically with Ariana and the breakup as well. And it's just a whole mess. I don't know. I don't really buy it. I think it's just someone who used to be on the show and found a way back in Mm -hmm. for a brief moment. Were they ever like a main character or was this like this was always kind of tertiary? She was always kind of tertiary, but, you know, so was Lala initially, you know, like they kind of Mm -hmm. keep newish cast members a little on the outside. Like you don't see them a ton. 
But then they get integrated in the more they become in the storyline. And she never got that far. She did not get along with the cast, the rest of the cast. It was a lot of arguing and it just wasn't, she wasn't a good fit. Mm -hmm. But a lot of people don't like her. I'll say that. At least what I see online, a lot of people don't like her. She's pretty, she's a lightning rod for conversation. Mm. So. Interesting. Yeah. Can we talk about Allie? Yeah. And the birthday party. Yes. So James does decide to make an appearance at Sandoval's birthday party. Yes. She is like not on board with this. You can no. tell. She's telling him like we can turn around. We cannot do this. The whole drive there. He she openly says like in the confessional that she's like I don't have a friendship with Tom Sandoval and I really like Ariana and I just don't see why I would try with Tom. So she stays in the car. I thought that that was a boss move. Mm -hmm. Like I'm not going to insert my, no, if you want to go in, that is a you decision. That is not a me decision. Yeah. I do think that that could have been had before they left for the party. Though. I think they're going somewhere else too. They're probably going okay. to emo night. Based that on makes like how sense because they're both all in black. Oh, I didn't even pick up on that. So maybe that is the case. Like if he's mm-hmm. only going in there for like a certain amount of time, then that mm-hmm. makes sense. But yeah, like if if that was the only thing that you were doing that night, that could have been a conversation mm-hmm. you home. had at home. Yeah, just stay at home. Yeah. But that makes sense. Okay. Which speaking of emo night. Speaking, what what a wonderful transition. Great transition. You're welcome. <laughs> Thank you, Melissa. Um, I know that, what it, who was it, Ariana, that said she was a little nervous? Mm-hmm. I don't know why. They looked fucking amazing, all of them. Mm-hmm. And it sounds like such fun. I can't wait. I yeah. can't. I can't. I, like, it is a lot of people. They have high expectations going into an event like that. Like... There's a lot of nostalgia around there. But can you imagine, like, because I feel like a big chunk of VPR fans are our age, you know, Mm -hmm. and going out and not only hanging out with some fun reality chicks who are only out there to have a fucking ball because they went through a absolute shit season last year Mm -hmm. and layer in some nice phenomenal emo music that you can just absolutely rock out to it sounds like a great fucking time to me if this emo night is anything like the emo night i went to is it usually takes place at a theater like in a place that has like a little stage and you can go on stage and like mosh and dance and jump around and have a good time see that sounds like so much fucking fun it's so fun not to like be obnoxious but there is supposedly a Taylor Swift night at like one of the local clubs here in a couple weeks. I might go. You should. I don't have I any know local Swifty friends. I'm sorry. Yeah. I do know people who've gone to Swifty nights. It is exactly what you think. It is just a bunch of Swifties standing in a room together singing along to all the songs. Listen, I really want this to be my birthday party. I want my friends to just I don't care that they're not into it I want them to be into it for one night I would 
go. I know you would. That doesn't count. You live in Texas. I love you, but it's not the same. Like, I need you here and you're not going to fly out for a Taylor Swift, like, night out on the town. You don't know that. I just hit my microphone, so I apologize if you hear a big thud, everyone. You don't know that. I might. I mean... It would be nice and hot. Good time for the beach. There's not a lot of beaches here in Texas, so. They're they're rocky. Yeah, they're not the same. I'm spoiled as a Cal- uh, Californian. <laughs> the beaches. Girl, you ain't seen nothing. Are you kidding me? Oh, oh no. I'm sorry. I'm going to brag for a second. My area of Florida Northwest Florida, Gulf Coast area, gorgeous fucking beaches. Best in the country, hands down, they are sugar white beaches. I take that back. Key West could probably win that one. Mm-hmm. But I'm going to say, like, sugar white beaches. I love it. It's gorgeous. Oh, have you been to Huntington? Like. Have you been to where I live? No. Exactly. No, I haven't. I'm telling you. It's better. It's prettier. If you say so. Listen, you can see all the way to the bottom. You can see your feet, and that's important. Because if you can't see your feet, then you you have have no idea what's nibbling on your toes. Well, most of the time, nothing, so. No, that's not true. You don't know it, but there's lots of little fish that come nibble the dead skin off your toes. You know what? I don't need that dead skin anyway. There's like spas that do that for you anyway. I know, but what if it's something bigger? See, I don't have that, like, I'm afraid of what's in the ocean situation. Oh, I have that. I don't. (laughs) Oh, no. It doesn't bother me. Oh, that is a very, 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 very scary feeling for me. I have to be able to see to the bottom of the ocean if I want to get in the water. I don't like it. I don't like not being able to see my feet. I need to see what's touching me. I tried yeah, to get scuba certified. I can't clear my ears, so I really can't do it. But honestly, I don't think I could, even if I could clear my ears. Because I, I can't imagine. I can, like they could Sharks, fish can come from every direction. I have no idea where they're coming from. I can't handle it. I can't handle it. I can't. I'm getting anxious just thinking about it. <laughs> Yeah, I, that just doesn't affect me at all. I'm like, okay, really? and? Yeah. Oh, God. I'm genuinely no. <laughs> no, I would, like, I think I've told you this before. One of the things that I would love to have happen, and, like, I don't know if I'll ever make this happen in my lifetime, but it'd be so cool if it did, is to go to, like, British Columbia and during whale migration and go out, like, kayaking and have, like, a pod of whales come by. What if they, like, what kind of whales? Well, what kind of whales orcas? are we talking about? No! Orcas. No, they'll eat you. There is no reported cases of an orca attacking a human in the wild. Human ships? Yes. Humans? No. But they'll knock you off. No, they won't. Yes, they do. They're not going to do anything to me, though. You don't know that. They're not going to do anything to me. You don't know that. They're just curious. 
Maybe. I am no threat to them. Uh, yeah. They don't know that. You might look like a seal. What if you're in a wetsuit? What if I have a wetsuit? Do what? I wouldn't wear a wetsuit. That's the scary part. Because I feel like that's what they think you are. That's what they think. That's not scary to me at all. You're crazy. You're crazy. Not even a little bit. No fear. Like excitement. Like, oh my God, I could be that close. What about a shark? Reach. Shark, I'm a little less like, uh, it depends on the shark. Like, I wouldn't want to hang out with a great white, but if it was like a reef shark, meh. What if it's a giant squid? They will eat oh. you and they do eat people. So don't pretend like they don't. I'm not going to go that deep into the ocean. They come giant up. They come up to the surface every once in a I, while. I know. I know. But I'm not going to go that far out. So I'm saying... If, what if they I, come I into have to the be o- able to still see land. If I can't see land, I have to be on a boat. If you can't tell, audience, I have a really big <laughs> issue with the open ocean. It's yeah. very scary I, to I me. would not be in a kayak or like small vessel if I could not see the land. Okay, that makes me feel better. Because then that prevents giant squid. That makes me feel better. <laughs> Listen, I have a hard time going out into the water. Like I like if I get nibbled on by too many fish, I will go back in and sit my happy ass on the sand. Thank you very much. So when John was in the Navy, they did a swim call in the middle of the fucking nope. ocean. Nope. Would you like to explain to the audience what that means? So it means that they essentially drop anchor on the aircraft carrier literally just in the ocean somewhere could be anywhere and then they let all the sailors go out and go swimming fuck no fuck no absolutely not you couldn't pay me enough to do that quiet sorry my cat has decided he wants to knock everything over on my desk because I have not given him his requisite cuddle times yet today. Yeah, he already knocked the camera off once. He did. Okay, He's well, a little bit of a menace. A cute one, but a menace. We should probably wrap it up. I think we've got like five-ish minutes left. And then yes, we'll... Let's uh, get through our the final end of thoughts. this episode. Yes. We'll be back. Oh, James... Oh, James. <laughs> you have things to say, apparently. Would you I like do. to go first? I do. Yes, yes. Um, I know how to count. Pretty sure you know how to count. I'm pretty sure there was way more than 12 people at that party. I would agree. It looked like it. Maybe it's just... I don't know. I'm trying to give him a little bit of benefit of the doubt here, but it did look a lot like more than 12 people. I liked James's line of this is the who's who party. Who are you and who are you? That's funny. It's also true. I've never seen these people before. No, I did think I did think he was being a bit of an ass to that guy, though. Whoever it was. It's James. He's going to be a little bit of an ass to somebody. Yeah. Yeah. 
My thing is, is like, obviously he's only really there to talk to Sandoval and then Sandoval doesn't want to give him the time of day. Because he, he doesn't tries want to, to bring it accountability. up. He doesn't want to fucking take accountability or no. apologize. And then he brings up Kristen. Kristen. From fucking season two. It was ten fucking years, years ago. And two, they were broken up. Mm-hmm. And it's also, not like... Well, no, they did, I think, cheat. Okay, but like we all know that the Kristen Doty Tom it Sandoval was, relationship was garbage they, to begin with. They were like, both cheating on each other. It's not like Tom was super faithful. And also, I don't think it was an affair. I know they ended no. up dating afterwards, but I don't think it was like an affair. James also wasn't in the friend group. Nope. James also like he was friends with Sandoval, but not well, I mean, I guess they did talk about being like super close, but I think it was just James really just trying to get in. I don't know. I just I thought it was so childish. It's like you gave James and Raquel several thousand dollars for their engagement. So for you to turn mm-hmm. around and all of a sudden say that you're so angry about something that happened 10 years ago. I don't buy it. It's just an incredibly convenient time for you to suddenly be upset about this. You had ample opportunity to confront him and argue with him. Like, what the Um, fuck? Yeah, and nothing has really been said since fucking season two reunion. No, because he was happy. He got what he wanted. He got to move on with... Ariana, who was the cool, awesome chick. And Kristen Mm -hmm. Doty was the crazy psycho. I mean, Kristen Doty was kind of a lot. I mean, she is kind of a little cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs, just a little bit. But Mm -hmm. I I will say this. She seems to have matured quite a lot. Yeah. And I think maybe not being in that toxic group has been helpful. I agree. I agree. Alcohol young adults is just and in a bar scene party dj scene recipe for disaster yeah it is it's a recipe disaster also can we talk about how tom is 40 plus acting like he's a fucking 20 year old i know get out of here dude it really is he should be embarrassed just i i can't i just can't so embarrassing and so that's obviously. Oh, go ahead. No, I was going to say that James obviously leaves like mid conversation. Oh. Yes. And then goes outside and makes a really poor choice, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Funny to watch. Funny. Bad Not choice. the most mature move. Not the most no. mature move. He pees on the bushes. Pees. And Allie is sitting in the car saying, like, those are Ariana bushes, too. It's a great point. I didn't think about that. It really is. I yeah, those are Ariana's bushes too. It is hilarious, though. It is great TV. It is not a good life choice. Is it bad that like his like toxic one-liners are so funny? It's just unfair that he is able to be that funny and that snarky at the same time. I know. I wish I was as quick as he is. He's just like, bam, right off the starting block. 
in an instant. Like I'm the type of person that will think of something several hours later and text it. Like, boom. Yeah, he is. There's a really good reason he is on the show. And that is because he is the definition of entertaining. Oh, God. Yeah. Absolutely. I do. He looks really mature in his glasses. I like he, he the does. glasses look, but he does look very mature in them. I'll give him that. He does. His actions don't meet up to that book. Mm, not at all. Not even a little bit, but uh, he does look very nice in his glasses. Do you have any final thoughts for the episode? I hated the cliffhanger uh, that we didn't even get like next time on. At least I'm not mad. on Peacock. Not on Peacock. I don't know about on actual TV because I don't have that. But I didn't like the cliffhanger. And I'm like 100% certain they're going to emo night directly after that because we didn't get like the emo night part. Yeah, definitely. They'll so. absolutely be going because I remember the girls doing that. And I'm pretty sure you're correct that James did show up there. Mm-hmm. It's a great point. It's a great point. So, yeah, I'm, I mean, I'm, thank you, Bravo, for leaving us on a cliffhanger. And so I will, I mean, I already was going to tune in for episode three, but I am here for episode three. Hell yeah. So my final thought is I, I think Lala wins the best dressed of the episode, even though we saw her for about like 0.3 milliseconds. The purple dress or the casual outfit when she got smoothies? Oh, no. Actually, at the very end with the emo night outfit. Oh, yeah. The, the cutout over her boobs. She looked so good. Mm-hmm. So good. Oh, my God. I, I Best dress. But she always looks good. She always, she She's so pretty. Mm-hmm. She's so pretty. But anyway, that's my final thought. I cannot wait to see... Tom continue to get shredded the rest of the the season. Yeah. Just tear him down. Maybe he'll grow back as a better human. I sincerely doubt it, though. I don't think that'll happen. I mean, not currently. Not currently. Well, I guess we'll we'll see. You never know. He might. He has a new girlfriend. So, you know, maybe she will be cool with him cheating on her a lot. (laughs) Ew. Anyways, thank you all so much for listening. If you want to check out what is coming up next on the pod, be sure to go follow us on Instagram. It's Mel and Jill Geek Out. If you have a suggestion of what we should geek out about next, shoot us an email over at Jill and Mel Geek Out at gmail.com. Again, my name is Melissa. And I'm Jill. And this has been Mel and Jill Geek Out. Cheers, everybody. Cheers. No more pump teenies. No more pump teenies. Thank <laughs> you.